eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Stan Van Gundy. Okay, I got I got to shout out Stan Van Gundy because that guy is the biggest Jokic supporter in the media. If we're going to talk about media, that's he the is. biggest Jokic fan you can find. He brings up amazing points. Okay, it's not. I mean, we're the worst team in basketball in the NBA without mm-hmm. Jokic. With Jokic on the floor, we are the best team in the NBA. Like you said, your value is according to when you're on the court and when you're off the court. Um, so that's that's the biggest plus for Jokic on his side, okay? Um, you know, FS1 is trying to paint this picture of, uh, like, we're taking turns, like you were saying. Um, Giannis getting two. It's Joel's turn. Um, obviously, Nick Wright is the worst Jokic Dude, I've terrible. ever seen. Um, so, but it's – it's a little, I mean, he doesn't miss games. Jokic doesn't miss games. Um, Joel, I, I saw something where he would be the guy who would miss the most games in a season to win an MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the NBA is implementing a new rule as of next year where you have to play a minimum of 65 games. And he's right on that, right on that borderline as is. Um, yeah. So, you know, they're trying to fix all these things and, and make sure it's competitive. And it's just, I don't want it to be a take turns award, you know? Uh, and I, and I truly think that that's, what's making it that way. I, I would like to know when this last straw poll was actually taken. I know it was released. Like, I can, I can actually you? answer that. I can actually answer that for you. So I watched um, the hoop collective um, yeah. The other day where Tim Bontemps and um, Windhorse and those guys were on there and he actually asked um, Tim Bontemps exactly when that poll came out. So he actually took the trip to Denver while that that Nuggets game and the um, Nuggets and Sixers game was supposed to happen. So he was in Denver because he wanted to cover it and literally like while he was there and he found out that Joel Embiid was not playing. That is when he started to reach out to the to the people um, that who, who were participating in that struggle. That is what he said. So he said it was not prior or anything like that, despite whatever things you're seeing online. Um, he actually mentioned that he did it immediately as he found out that Joel Embiid was not playing. Now, even Brian Windhorst, um, he voted on that. Right. And he even mentioned 
that the race was so close, like all he had to do was change his vote and Jokic would have been number one. Like that's literally how close that vote is. Now we'll see how this stuff plays out. This, this upcoming week right here will tell us everything we need to know, because if Jokic plays and he starts dominating, because you got to think about it, we play the Suns again, right? So we got, there's some big games upcoming still. I think we play the Warriors and the Suns and you got to be in tip top shape ready for that game. So just to, to answer your question. So that was done after the news of Joel Embiid not playing came out. Is, was that straw poll taken after or before, you know what I mean? And so it sounds like it was like right as it was happening. Right. So, and you know, Jokic has more first place votes I saw, but yeah. it's by, by two, you know? Uh, so could we see a co MVP? Could we see this, you know, it's, it's pretty crazy, but uh, like, I mean, we want the championship, you know? And, and so we want Jokic to be healthy uh, the, the Nuggets are stressing me out. They're, I don't know what they're doing, to be honest. I mean, we have a tough schedule down the, down this last five, six games. Uh, it's not easy. You know, we play Houston. Okay, that's cool. But it's on a back-to-back. Uh, so, like you said, we play Phoenix. Uh, they got plenty to play for. Uh, we play the Kings to close out the season. Uh, you know, Utah's a tough team especially when they play the nuggets they seem to play us real tough all the time doesn't matter mm-hmm. who's playing uh so it's not going to be a cakewalk down the stretch and sacramento's got plenty to play for still uh memphis is rolling uh they're winning with or without jaw uh mm-hmm. so it's it's almost like optics wise it's almost like memphis just wants that one seed more than we do right now yeah so we need to fix that. You know, you don't you don't want to back into the playoffs ever. Uh, so no matter who you're playing, um, whether it be the Lakers, whether it be whoever uh, in that eighth spot, obviously we won't know until the playing tournament's done. But you don't want to back in against anyone. And right. So hopefully we just focus, just find that focus and and win a couple games at least. You know, we I think we need to win probably four of these games to really lock it down. Mm-hmm. So. Got to, got to get it done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Kobe, Kobe, talk to us, man. Let us know. Um, one, your, your thoughts, like I mentioned before, just on the, the tight MVP race, obviously with the straw, the straw poll um, results coming out just a couple of days ago. Um, what were your thoughts when you saw that, you know, and then obviously what are your thoughts on just where the nuggets are right now? Where the fact that they sat some guys the last couple of games, what are your thoughts? For me, I mean, the the MVP race is tight just because you have three um, just three um, great players in the league right now that are excelling in their roles and excelling in their teams. I mean, you got to give credit to where credit is due with Giannis and the Bucks and how they've been able to be number one in a, I would say, a very competitive Eastern Conference right now, um, similar to Embiid and what he's been able to do to help his Sixers team get to where um, he's hoping they can get. So um, my thoughts are, you know, whoever wins it, congratulations to them. Um, mm-hmm. And like Keaton said, I think my main focus is on the championship and um, we want to see the MVP, uh, two-time MVP, um, go out there and showcase why he is a two-time MVP um, in the playoffs. And now that he has help um, with, you know, everyone being healthy and slowly getting back to that healthy rhythm, um, that we can be able to channel a run 
and just complete what we need to complete um, in this uh, upcoming playoff season. And uh, I'm going to give credit to where credit is due. I know, um, you know, Nuggets fans don't like him, but, you know, when you watch him play, it's like he's really a not only competitive player, but shows why he's, you know, willing, willing to win um, whatever it takes. And I know he was ducking Jokic. Um, that, <laughs> that um that game because I mean and, and let's be honest I think he was ducking and I think that if you really wanted to play you could have played especially mm-hmm. when it was you know playing against the Mavericks because um, by all means I think Mavericks don't have nowhere um no person on that team that could defend MV so it's like why not showcase why you are the leading MVP this year. Right. Um, when it comes to playing Jokic. So I think all in all, um, Jokic knows what he's playing for. And I love his focus and his determination right now. And saying, like, I could care less about this MVP race. We're we here to win the championship. And I think what will be a huge testimony to the season is how he has cool Embiid won this um, MVP, but the Nuggets won the 2023 or 2022-2023 mm-hmm. um, NBA Finals Championship. And then who was the finals MVP? Jokic. Oh, yeah. So I think that would have fit way better just because um, that's who um, Jokic is and that's what he's fighting for right now. So that's my thoughts. Um, and then I'll pass it back over to you. Listen, man, that's that's I, I think I think we all can agree that what you especially that last statement right there. It's like if if Jokic can get a championship and a finals MVP, I think we will all take that over a third straight MVP. Because at the end of the day, the more MVPs that he has, the more pressure that he has, and the more the more defense we got to put up as fans. Because we got to be like, yo, man, yeah, he got three MVPs, but what has he done in the playoffs? Because everybody's going to keep and, – and don't get me wrong, the last two years, we got, we got some, some ammo. We got some – the fact that he really didn't have no help. He was in the playoffs with Faku Kompazzo and – Austin Rivers and you know it's like it's like it, it it sounds good but it's like you know you can't you you can you can we can use that but right now nah nah and once he goes into the playoffs and he has Aaron Gordon he has Michael Porter he has Jamal Murray if he has these guys there is no excuse there is no excuse after the fact and um you know this this is just one of the things but but here's here's something here's something that I, that I was actually really thinking about um the other day right you mentioned it obviously with the Joel Embiid situation where um he truly could have ended the race he could have ended it like that is the thing like for me you you end that race you go out there and you you drop your whatever number because and this is the part that I it's it's there's a truth to it but there's also a part of it that kind of pisses me off because People keep talking about this 47-point game. Everybody uses it. You hear all the – everybody who's pro-Embiid, that game is all they use as some way, well, you saw what Joel Embiid did the first time around. Hey, um, people, when you you use your brain and you think logically, you you start to understand that things don't work that way, right? Because I can remember – where there's players like think about the greats like Kobe and all these different guys. So you think that just because Kobe might have scored 60 in one game against an opponent to start the season, you truly believe he was going to score 60 again? 
like, do we do we not understand how adjustments work? Although Michael Malone is terrible at that, but I digress. I'm just saying, as the from the player's perspective, I would assume that the players got some pride, and the players would, especially Jokic. You would think that this would be a situation where you'd be like, oh, okay, hold on. I think it's I think it might be. Let me let me let me play better. Let me change the way I'm playing. See, that's the thing, because you cannot then use one game. And then say, well, since he missed the game, we already saw what he was going to. No, no, no. We saw what he did. We didn't see what he might have done. There's a difference. There's a huge difference. This, so I don't, I don't understand the mentality of people who do this. You cannot tell me that because somebody did something in one game, they're going to do it again. Think about the, the bubble, right? When the Nuggets played the Jazz. The Nuggets lost every single game to the Jazz in a regular season. Every single one. They got swept. So can you please explain to me how they beat them in the bubble? <gasps> Hello, adjustments. Hello, mentality change. Hello, people, People they lock in. So you cannot tell me that it was exactly what was going to happen based on that. So I just wanted to make sure that that part was clear because we we see that all too much. Even, even um, like Skip and all these different guys, like I can't, like I sit down and my blood be boiling listening to these guys talk on TV because like your, your one argument is because he had 47 in one game. Oh, well, that's what he would have done. No, we don't know that. I guess I guess we'll never know. Because last time I checked, he scored zero points in the second game. Zero. Like, that's just what it is. So that, I just thought, that when you were talking about, you know, with the, the game before and things like that, like, it just reminded me of how pissed off I was getting throughout the week listening to people try to justify the fact that he didn't play by saying, oh, well, we saw what he he was going to do anyway, so we saw what we needed to see. No, Jokic needs his chance to get his lick back at home. The Nuggets are a different team at home than when they are on the road. Like, this is just something that needs to be said. So, um, but yeah, listen, I, you know, enough, enough with the MVP, all this crap. Listen, probably Embiid is going to win it. It's whatever at this point. Um, you know, Kobe, like you mentioned, the biggest thing for us is if the Nuggets can play well going into the playoffs, um, and Jokic can get his MVP. This is this is prove it time. This is it. This is it. Like, this, this is it. Jeremy, can I say one last thing? Absolutely. Yeah. So I have to give Kendrick Perkins his flowers a little bit because I I'm well, the number this. one. I'm the number one guy who <laughs> did my best to drag him through the mud because he he was trying to like stat pad Jokic and this this that and the other. When Embiid was announced out, Perkins man, Perkins lit him up. You know, and and I was very happy with that because there's so many media guys that are just so one sided. It's so one sided and and it's all Embiid and it's all just creating their own narrative. And that's exactly what I thought about Kendrick Perkins. I was like, man, this guy, what is going on? And then I heard that and I was like, okay, okay, that's now we're playing on a more even playing field here, you know? And so that was, that was nice to see that because when he, when he was announced out, so many people came out and said, man, what is going on? Like you're, you can't, you can't not allow Jokic to get his, his game back. Right. Like we, like you said, you know, and B drops 47, you can't not let Jokic come out and drop a 35, 40 point triple double on you. You can't just take that away from him. And I, that changed the straw poll. I drew, I, I think that changed the straw poll. And I do too. I do too. Yeah. So that's all I wanted to say is I just like, that's, that's a big swing. You know, Kendrick was on this big old push 
and then all of a sudden Embiid is out for a game. And it's, you know, when it comes to an MVP award, that's the most important game when you're playing against the guy who's won it back-to-back seasons. Mm-hmm. And you want that MVP award, you got to go take that award from you. Right. you it's not going to be given to you. Uh, it's you got to go take it. Uh, so that was that was cool of Perk to do that. Yeah, gotcha. I mean, I, I'm going to be real. I had to, you know, when you started to say that you were going to, like, give Kendrick Perkins his flowers, I, I, I was curious as to what you were about to say because – that man ain't getting no flowers from me boy like i i don't (laughs) i don't care what he does because at this point he is the reason all this stuff all this stuff started to happen truth be told like he was the reason that people started to change their minds about Jokic. now mind you of course yes the nuggets did start losing after the fact but if it wasn't for all this stuff like Jokic actually started to respond to that like like Jokic was like, I mean, I guess this is easy when you're a stat patter, like little things. So he was hearing that stuff anyway. And Kendrick Perkins was the one who really made that 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 other stuff of criticism mainstream media. Like, yes, you could say that Embiid can win and all this type of stuff. I'm cool with that. I don't care. But when you start that whole race thing and oh, because of this and the Larry Bird and the Steve Nash, bro, he started that. So at this point. I don't want to hear nothing Kendrick Perkins talking about. I don't even care if he outrightly goes out and says Jokic is his MVP. For me, Kendrick Perkins is canceled in my mind, bro. Like, I don't – everything he says from here on out is null and void in my opinion because he – that was straight-up clown behavior, bro. Like, it really was. Like I said before, if you tell me Embiid deserves it just solely based on how he plays basketball, cool. Ain't no argument for me. I'm cool with that. Like, that is – if, if the way that he plays, where he jumps into the paint and flails his arms and prays for the refs to, to make calls, if that is what you like to watch, then by all means, man, enjoy your basketball. But me, when I watch basketball, that ain't it for me. He's a great player. Absolutely a great player. I will not take that away from him. But the, his style of play is not for me personally. Like I watch, like I said, I've been watching ever since this MVP race got so close. I've made it a point to watch Sixers games. Right. And like even the other night, like when they were playing the Mavericks and like uh, Dwight Powell was in the paint and like Joel Embiid is just like he just runs directly into the paint. He does like a little minor Euro step and all he does, he elbows Dwight Powell just straight out of the paint. No regard to this man's health whatsoever. Dwight Powell is on the floor under the basket and they call a blocking foul. It was just like, bro, you can't keep doing that over and over and over like that is because I'll tell you. All if if Nikola Jokic was to get four or five more free throws a game, we have a different conversation right now. And if he gets four to five more, that's not even that's not even close to what Embiid is getting because Jokic is what maybe five to six free throws a game. Embiid is at like twelve. You know, like even last night, looking at his points, he had uh, hold on, he had twenty five points against the Raptors. And I believe he was, I believe he went to the free throw line 13 times. He, I believe he was like 12 of 13. So pretty much half of your points is at the free throw line every night. Bro, listen, that is not, that, that part of his game is not it for me. Like when he's doing his step backs and post shots and stuff, mid-range, I love his mid-range game. Love it. Love it. Love his mid-range game. That part of it, I love. But it's the constant trying to get the foul calls, trying to do that. Like when... 
I don't like that. Like him and James Harden, like I, I don't like watching that style of basketball. It's just not for me personally. So that's what I'm saying, man. Like I can't, it, 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 it ain't for me.